Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today's story is not directly a sukkah story, but we could learn a lesson from it that relates exactly to sukkahs. One time during Hanukkah, I was driving my car in a neighborhood 20 minutes from my home. Now, my car during Hanukkah has a menorah on top of it. It's an electric menorah. Of course, I don't use it for the mitzvah of lighting my menorah, but I do do it. I do use it for parsume nissa, which means publicizing the miracle of Hanukkah. It's a very nice menorah. Lights up very nicely, and people can see it from all over. A lot of people wave when I go by or honk their horn. Sometimes I've been actually pulled over by people who say, please, do you have a menorah that I could light? I forgot to get a menorah for Hanukkah and other stories like that, which we can tell another time. But this particular story that I had in mind was that I was driving to see a former student of mine who was in some difficult situations. I was trying to help him out. And that's also a long story. Not for now. But a a teacher like myself often um, has the opportunity to help their former students. And it could be 10 years later after they were in my third or fourth grade class or fifth grade or eighth grade or 10th grade or second grade. It could be 20 years later, 30 years later, 40 years later, or 50 years later, who knows, even more. So I was going to see my student in this town, 20 minutes away, and it was light snow on the ground. And all of a sudden I noticed that somebody was following me. So I pulled into the place where I was going to meet my friend, my my former student, to speak with him. And uh, I see that this person pulls in right behind me right next to me, actually. And I get out of the car. It's a middle-aged woman with her young daughter, maybe young lady. And the mother says to me, apparently the mother says to me, that's a beautiful menorah on top of your car. So I said, thank you very much. And of course, you know what the next question was. Are you Jewish? I said to her. And she answered... Well, I'm a quarter Jewish. I said, oh, which quarter? She said, well, my mother's mother was Jewish. Oh, beautiful, I said. That means that you are Jewish. Judaism goes after the mother, and therefore, your mother, who was the daughter of her mother, who was Jewish, She's Jewish, and you're Jewish. And if this is your daughter, she's also Jewish. Well, they were both very surprised. They had no idea that they were actually Jewish. In fact, as I found out later, the young lady went to a Catholic school as a child. And the whole family knew virtually nothing about being Jewish. It turns out that there was this daughter, and there was a son... And 
little by little, we taught them about Judaism. They came to our house, of course, for Hanukkah. It was the middle of Hanukkah. And they came to the house for Purim, for Pesach. And they came for many holidays. They learned more and more. They participated more and more. Eventually, this young lady um, had a child. And this child, of course, was Jewish. And, Baruch Hashem, this child had a bris. And today, this child is about nine or ten years old. Now, I cannot say that the whole family keeps all the mitzvahs far from it. But nevertheless, they have done many mitzvahs. And they are in the process of... No, thank you. I'm recording something. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you. I'm recording something, though. Thank you. No problem. And they are learning. And as time goes on, hopefully they will learn more. They will observe more. But in the meantime, they found out that they were Jewish. And this uh, boy got a brisk meal as a result. And all sorts of possibilities are open for more and more Torah mitzvahs. So what do we see from the story for Sukkot? Very simple. It's very important to try to always have a lulav and estrog with you in order to invite somebody to shake the lulav and estrog. It may be the first time they did it, may not be the first time they did it. Could be they'll say, I have one, I shake it every day. Could be they say, I'm not interested. I'm Jewish, but I'm not interested. But even then, the the interaction helps them to contact their inner Jewish soul. And little by little, it will certainly progress. Because every Jew has a Jewish soul. And this Jewish soul is constantly pushing and pushing and pushing for the person to connect with, with Judaism, for the Yiddishkeit, to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs. And it could be by you even asking somebody if they're Jewish that this may actually have an effect little by little. And who knows how much they can accomplish. But even if they accomplish one mitzvah, even if they have a thought about being Jewish, that could actually be the thought that tips the scale that the Rambam tells us about and can actually bring Geula to the entire world. So now that it's during Sukkot's time, I really want to encourage everybody to try very hard to reach out to their fellow Jew as much as possible. Have a little of an estrog with you wherever you go and try to ask people are they Jewish? Would they like to take Lulavan Estrug? And you have absolutely no idea, we have absolutely no idea of how much that can accomplish. And as I said before, even if it gives an opportunity for this person to have one Jewish thought, uh, the Jewish thought of, I'm Jewish, <laughs> that can already 
begin a process which can change their life, or even that thought itself can bring Mashiach. So please, everybody, increase in Taita and Mitzvahs, increase in learning about Mashiach and Geula, and increase in helping our fellow Jew to do mitzvahs, especially now, the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrog, the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah, your friends, your family, your neighbors, or even if it's safe and there's an adult with you, to ask somebody on the, on the street, are they Jewish? And in this way, certainly we will quicken the coming of the Geula. May it happen immediately. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.